If you're an author or plan to be one, get excited because this podcast is for you. Book Marketing Mentors is the only podcast dedicated to helping you successfully market and sell your book. If you're ready for empowering conversations with successful marketing mavens, then grab a coffee or tea and listen in to your host, international best-selling author, Susan Friedman. Welcome to Book Marketing Mentors, the weekly podcast where you learn proven strategies, tools, ideas, and tips from the masters. Every week, I introduce you to a marketing master who will share their expertise to help you market and sell more books. Today, my special guest is a digital marketing expert. Denise Wakeman is the founder of Marketing Trailblazers Community. Since 1996, Denise has worked with hundreds of creative professionals and online entrepreneurs around the world to help them build their business and strategically use social marketing to get more visibility, traffic, leads, customers, and opportunities. Denise is passionate about travel and how it can inspire you to think bigger and go for what's possible in your business and life. As an early adopter and active experimenter, Denise helps you navigate the adventures of growing your business on the web. Denise, what a pleasure and honor it is to welcome you to the show. Thank you for being this week's guest expert and mentor. Well, it's my pleasure. Thank you for the invitation, Susan. I appreciate it. Denise, you're an online expert on visibility, and I think that's a great place for us to start. So let's first of all talk about the importance for our listeners to have an online presence and be visible online. The bottom line here is that if your ideal reader, client, customer can't find you on the web, you don't exist. In order to make that happen, that these people who you want to have buy your books, buy your programs, buy your services, you need to be found. And you need to be found in more than one place. <laughs> you can't just be on Facebook or Twitter or only have a, a website. It's a holistic process. Well, I call it having an online presence, but I know in uh, book circles and author circles, it's called having a platform. Without that, it's very, very, very difficult to get your book off the ground, you know, and to sell more than two copies. I know that our listeners want to sell more than two. Yes. Uh, in fact, <laughs> many of them aspire to be best-selling authors. So let's talk about building that platform. Let's talk about some practicalities of mm -hmm. where they should get started with this. In my opinion... Um, and I've been doing this for a long time, I believe that everyone needs to start with their own real estate on the web. So their own website, their own blog site, because I'm very big on blogging as a way to attract traffic and get yourself known. So you need to start with your own site on the web because that is what you own and control. That's where you can convert people to be buyers, fans, readers. <laughs> Without that, you're sending people to other places. It's not yours. So you need to start with the website. I call it a blog site because I think everybody needs to have a blog. And you need to have a way to capture email addresses so that you can follow up with people. And that means you need to have some kind of landing page where you 
capture the actual addresses, and that usually involves giving away some kind of gift or a free chapter of your book, and then you go social. (laughs) My view of the online world and platform building, that's the start, the crux of it. You talk about building an audience in 30 minutes a day. How can our listeners do that? (laughs) Well, once you have all those, the system set up, the fundamental pieces of your platform set up that I just outlined, then it comes to the point where you need to be constantly driving traffic back to your site where people can sign up. There are other ways to generate email subscribers, but the best way is to send them to your own site to do that. So you want to make sure that you're taking some sort of action every day that is creating a new relationship with someone that you are offering tremendous value and that you have a call to action to go get or learn more about you, you know, or go get that thing that you're giving away as the enticement to get on your email list. So let's look at some examples of what can some of those actions be? Social media is huge. We all have to be there. So the first thing to do is to figure out where your audience is spending most of their time. And that's going to depend a lot on what your business is, what your book's about. For a lot of people, it's going to be Facebook, despite current <laughs> affairs with <laughs> with Facebook. But uh, you know, for some people, it's going to be LinkedIn. For others, it might be Pinterest. And even more others, that it'll be on Instagram, let's say. And it might be a combination of those. So you need to be building up followers on those sites. And that is, you do that by posting content that builds your credibility and demonstrates your expertise and is focused on solving a problem that your ideal person wants you know, or has the problem that they have and that they want to solve. So you start by posting content, you share other content, so other people's content. You don't want to be have make it all about you. It's always got to be about solving somebody else's problem. You want to do a mix of posting your own content, which would be your blog posts or status updates, talking about what you're doing, posting pictures of what you're doing, working on your projects, that sort of thing. I mean, there's thousands of things you can do to post, but uh, you want to be posting content that attracts attention and gives people value. That's a long conversation in and of itself. (laughs) So we'll just leave that one there for a moment. But depending on where people are, you want to spend your time primarily in those places. So let's say it's Facebook. So if you're an author, you want to have a Facebook page, a business page. Now, I've heard it all, you know, there's no, you know, organic reach is down and nobody comes and sees the content, but you still need to be posting content there because if you ever want to do an advertising campaign on Facebook to reach beyond your network, you need to have a business page. And if you're going to have a business page, it should be up to date. (laughs) So, you know, not just posting one thing and then letting it go. That's where you start. And you know, Facebook has got so much going on there. Sometimes it's a little bit overwhelming. But one of the ways that you can reach out to people who may be interested is also in getting involved in groups where your ideal ideal audience might be. You talk about posting content and writing your blogs. 
Is there mm-hmm. an optimum number of times that this should be done? Weekly, monthly, daily? Oh, that's a million dollar question. You should do it as much as you can do it and not get burnt out. That's going to be different for everyone. The thing with the web is that there's a ton of stuff going on. It's just there's so much competition for attention. So you need to be consistent. So no matter what you choose to do, it needs to be consistent so people can rely on the fact that they're going to get something from you, you know, the content, new updates, new whatever. Ideally, it would be publishing something on your blog once a week. That's ideal. Because most people, it doesn't make sense to post more than that unless you have a new site. There's also a trend to creating content or posting articles less frequently. So maybe once every three to four weeks, but they're longer and you spend more time promoting them. I started blogging in 2004 and then it was short blog posts. There were no images. There was no social media and none of that stuff. And you posted as much as you could because that's how you got your content indexed. Well, now the trend is to go much deeper in your content. And that way, you don't need to publish as often, but you need to spend more time getting that content in front of more people. Because most people only promote a blog post a couple of times and then wonder why nobody's reading it. That's interesting that you should say that we should go deeper because I was you said short and I was like, okay, I'm just about to ask you, should we go short? Should we go long? And then you say, well, the trend is to go deeper. So obviously it's longer, more substantial, giving people Mm -hmm. more information. People don't want surface stuff. There's always an argument, well, nobody's going to read anything that long. But if somebody's interested in what you have to say, believe me, they'll read it. I mean, if you think about your own habits, I'd be willing to bet that most people will read a long article if it's capturing their attention. I just had that yesterday. Somebody put out an article, 26 ways to do some writing. And I was like, oh, my goodness. And I went through it and I was just captivated. Mm -hmm. Uh, All the different points, things that I hadn't heard of before or thought about. And you're right. I just kept on reading it. Uh, Exactly. If it was boring, you would have stopped. Correct. And said, why wasn't this two points? (laughs) Mm. That's a trend. It doesn't mean that's the right thing for everyone to do because there is no one right way to do any of this. And it's, this sort of comes to my you know, adventurous side is that you've got to try things and figure out what's working. I mean, there's just no like, okay, write a 500 word article. No, write a 2000 word article. That's what works now. You know, it, it may not work for your audience, but it might. And you're not going to know unless you try it. I'm all about experimentation. <laughs> That's why I call it an adventure. It's an adventure. It's, <laughs> it's all an adventure. <laughs> yes. I agree with you. So one of the toughest things for me, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, um, Denise, is to build that habit of of doing this, of posting, because it's not natural for me to do it. Mm-hmm. So how do we go about building that habit and actually getting it done. Talk to us about some helpful tips in that arena. The thing I believe and has worked for many people that I've, you know, worked with over the years is that 
it first there's a mindset shift that has to go on. And I never thought I'd ever be talking about mindset when it came to, you know, writing blog posts or <laughs> social media. But there really is because you have to believe that when you are creating this content, that it's a long play. Marketing is a long play. <laughs> uh, things don't happen just you know, the second you publish a blog post or put up a status update, it's very rare that things go viral. You have to work at it. If you understand that the more content you publish on the web, whether it's a blog post or status update or it's a video, that creates one more path to your door and your door is on your site. You know, that's your home base. The more paths you create, and every piece of content is a path, especially if you make sure you have a good call to action, <laughs> sending people. If you don't have a call to action, then it's a dead end. But you definitely are creating more ways for people to get to your site because people are all over the place. You don't know, are they going to see your stuff on Twitter? Are they going to see a post on Instagram and go, wow, that's so cool. I want to know more. Are they going to find you on an article you publish on LinkedIn? It's hard to know where people find you, and sometimes they have to see you in many different places. So when you look at it from that perspective that every day I want to create a new path to my door, because that means you know one or more people can find me, then the habit creates itself. Because if nobody can find you, then it's a struggle. But if you have lots of ways for people to find you, then it becomes easier and you have more opportunities. Does that make sense? That makes a lot of sense. And I absolutely love the fact that you say that marketing is a long play. It really is because oh, yeah. you just never know. I'm getting calls from articles or work that I did two, three, four mm -hmm. years ago, mm -hmm. and now they're coming to me. So right. it's like you never know when it's going to come. And, and right. that path to a new door for me, that's suddenly like, whoa, that's inspirational. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every piece of content you post anywhere is a way for someone to find you. And I've had people contact me to work with me. And, I, you know, when I say, you know, I don't recognize their name, so I don't, you know, I haven't seen them on my list or they haven't commented or anything and say, oh, I've been reading your blog for five years. Like, okay. <laughs> you know, that's how long it takes for some people. That's okay. You know? It's interesting. Yeah. Well, what was it that all of a sudden, of five yeah. years, they suddenly realized, <laughs> wow, I need this woman. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. They weren't ready before or something I published or something they found when they did a search and it led them back to my blog and they went, okay, I get the message. You know, I, I don't know. You know, that's the thing. And sometimes they don't know. They're just like, oh, I just knew it was time now. Some people will contact you or me, you know, they read one thing and they say, okay, that's it. That's what I want. But Others take a lot of time, and there are a lot of people out there who do the exact same thing as we all do. There's lots of book marketing people. There's lots of social media marketing people. <laughs> you know, it's like, take your pick. <laughs> so exactly. you have to be the one that stands out. And if you're not publishing content on your site that is being indexed by the search engines, which is then helps you get the organic traffic, so that's the traffic of people doing searches and finding you come up in the search results, then you have to be doing the very, very deliberate social marketing to get those people back to your site. So there's got to be something worth their while to go there. Very much so. 
Many of my authors are in the position where they're just launching their book, and then they come to me and they say, well, what should we do to create buzz around the book? What recommendations would you have on that, Denise? I would say you should have started six months ago. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) People hate it when I say that. Creating buzz is something that takes time. That's why when people ask me, I was like, start as early as you can. And I'm sure you know that as well when you're working with people. The sooner you can start talking about and sharing information about your book, the better it is. So if you can take people on the journey with you while you're in that process, you're building up a fan base who will want it when it's ready. That's buzz. Barring that, if you've done all the books about to be released on Amazon or wherever, and they say, okay, now what? (laughs) How do I promote it? I've had a couple of clients who have done very well by creating private groups of people who are interested in the topic of their book. So they start building the groups before the book is published. So I worked with a woman who's a wellness coach. We had about maybe six weeks before her book was being published. She started a private Facebook group and was inviting people in, everyone that she connected with, everybody on her email list. She had a small email list. But she was very active in engaging with people in the group. And when the book came out a few weeks later, they were all happy to buy it because they had gotten to know her. So the more you can create the relationships, especially with people who are going to share it with other people, that's going to be the fastest path at that moment. If you have more time, then you can start dripping content out a variety of content out, you know, as long as you have. So for example, right now I'm working with a film festival in Los Angeles and it could be like, you know, there's an opening (laughs) that's like the launch, right? And we've started like two weeks ago, just posting every day, something on Facebook, something on Instagram, something on Twitter. And every day it's just like another piece of the puzzle about what's coming. You know, this director is going to be there. We're doing an international premiere of this. An award is going to this person. There's a red carpet gala on this day. We're counting down 10, 9, 8. I mean, that's one thing I'm doing on Instagram for them. And this is something that an author could easily do is have a countdown until the day their book comes out. So those are ways that it can be done. I love the countdown idea. That's brilliant. I know my listeners love it when we talk about mistakes. What are some of the biggest mistakes that you see people are making doing online marketing? Probably the biggest is not starting early enough, especially when there's a specific thing happening, like a book launch. So not starting early enough, but then thinking that it's going to happen without any work. (laughs) I've worked with people who like, this is too much work for me. You know, I don't want to do this, you know, or it's too expensive to have somebody else do it. And it's like, well, that's fine. You're not going to sell a lot of books. I mean, you just won't. I'm sure you know that and your, your authors do. So it's about making that commitment to showing up every day. There is nothing that can beat being consistent and constant online. Nothing can beat that. And Many people feel 
that they're just not comfortable doing that. And then there's a direct correlation to lack of sales. My advice around that is if this is important to you, (laughs) then you just got to step up. It's not forever necessarily, especially when you have like a day or week that you want to get stuff out. Another thing that I see is not doing enough social media promotion, not starting to build their list early enough, and also not creating enough online events to support a launch, doing a live video on Facebook or doing a workshop, a webinar, something like that, where you can gather people, sort of exploit the energy that happens when you do publish something. I mean, a book's a big deal. A very big deal. And there's a lot of blood, sweat, and tears that have gone into producing it. But sometimes Mm -hmm. authors think, well, that's it. I've done it. But I say, no, (laughs) it's just The work is yet to come. You did the easy part already, writing the book. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. You're so right. And if our listeners wanted to find out more about your services, how can they do that, Denise? My website is at denisewakeman.com, and you'll find lots of content there, as well as ways to contact me. I do offer, you know, a discovery call if somebody's curious about, you know, what we can do one-on-one, and there's a link on my site there. And I also have a marketing community that's a social and support community for entrepreneurs and business owners who are looking for a way to connect with other people and get that real world support and help. So instead of taking another class, it's like you can ask somebody who's already been there, done that, <laughs> that kind of thing. We were talking about the learning lab earlier, and that's, that's where people get access to the learning labs too, where we look at what's happening and what's trending, what's working, what's not working. And yes, the idea of people being able to exchange, well, I worked with so-and-so and and this worked or it didn't work. Because as you said, rightly so earlier, that there is just so much out there, so much noise, and people are doing a lot of trial and error along Mm -hmm. the way. And uh, we're trying to direct them into an area and work with people who really are knowledgeable, like yourself, Mm -hmm. on the particular areas of expertise. And if you were to leave our listeners with a golden nugget, Denise, what would that be? I would say that you need to show up every day in one way or another on the web, whether that's just saying hi to somebody that you know online, commenting on something that someone does or posting a quote that is reflective of who you are or publishing a blog post, in some way you need to show up every day. And that consistency is going to help build awareness of who you are, what you're doing, and what you have to offer. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. And thank you all for taking time out of your precious day to listen to this interview. And I sincerely hope that it sparks some ideas you can use to sell more books. Here's wishing you much book marketing success. The time is now to take action and finally build your book selling empire. And the great news is that Susan is here to help you. Visit bookmarketingmentors.com and sign up for a free 15-minute book marketing strategy session with Susan. She'll help you discover your first steps to marketing and selling your book. 
Only those who take action are rewarded, so visit bookmarketingmentors.com, and we'll see you again next week.